Join the conversation in Tipperary. Contact us through Facebook, Twitter or email tiptoday at tipfm.com. Now, time for farming news. Glad to be joined as always by Deputy Editor of the Irish Farmers Journal. That's uh, Katrina. Good morning to you, Katrina. Good morning, friend. Good to talk to you today. That's that's a very stark figure as a headline. 1,400 farmers exiting farming every year, Katrina. Yeah, it is. And um, predominantly in the west of Ireland, so Connacht and the western seaboard, counties like Clare, Kerry, Donegal. So in total, um, between 2011 and 2022, Amy Ford reports that 13,455 farmers left the sector. Um, and in those areas, it, lim- it, it kind of mirrors the falling number of suckler cows in Ireland. Um, and I suppose it is an indication, Fran, of what we've spoken about a number of times on this show and, and in other places is the age profile of farming mm-hmm. and the problem with succession that the industry has. And also, I suppose, that income pressure there, that the same, so for example, farms and farmers have had to upscale um, in some cases to maintain a full, full-time or full um, income from their farm. And where that happens, it may be because another farmer has retired or decided to leave the industry. And then that doesn't allow, you know, that, that same amount of, I suppose, that, that land of the farmer who's leaving mm. is subsumed by someone else rather than it being there for another farmer to come in. Yeah, it's, it's very, as I say, I'm very surprised by uh, the, the the figure indeed. It's an interesting one. Uh, tillage area dropped to hit uh, the straw supplies as well and, and big time hit it. Yeah, it's a very serious story for the livestock industry in particular. I suppose in, in Tipperary, South Tipperary in particular, we're, we're good suppliers of straw. But weather prices and various schemes have resulted in what you'd nearly say is a perfect storm as regards the future supply of straw. So Siobhan Walsh, our tillage editor, has crunched the numbers and she reckons that there would be um, 105,000 fewer straw bales on the market in 2024 if the tillage area isn't maintained. Now this is a drum that Siobhan has been beating uh, you mm. know, for a long time at this stage because pressure from Competition for land um, between dairy farmers and tillage farmers is seeing tillage farmers kind of lose out in recent months and years. And then weather has played a a big role then in terms of planting issues and then harvesting issues. And that may then result in farmers deciding to drop their acres, whether that's uh, to reduce their acreage, whether that's voluntary or forced. But at the end of the day, what it's going to do, Siobhan says, is that it could lose result in the loss of 37,000 tonnes of Irish green and 105,000 round uh, 4x4 bales of straw. So they're the big round bales that you see well, in, and, in July. And, and what's the alternative? I mean, are we importing straw then? Is that is that the way We are importing some straw, yeah. So some comes um, from the UK, um, some of it comes into the north. Um, there are some issues there, Fran. You know, it is it is good to be able to access straw if you need it. But it brings with us the risk of importing black grass as well, which is a very, very big problem um, in parts of the UK. And if we're bringing it in here, then we risk wow. uh, bringing in black grass. Black grass is a, a a big problem for tillage farmers. It is showing resistance to some herbicides, which is a very worrying um, thing. And it's you know it's not. We would much prefer not to have to import straw. 
So in order to do that, Siobhan maintains that um, and, and lots of the industry, she's covered it in this week's paper, maintains that the tillage industry here needs support to ensure that this acreage is maintained so that we have our own native straw supplies, so that we have native grain supplies. The beef factory price as well, the gap there is uh, considerable to say the least. It is, yeah. So €225 was the biggest price gap found and that was for our three cows. And this is, a, a, I suppose, a, an extensive spread in this week's paper by um, Adam Woods. And this Phil is between O'Neill. factories, I guess, Katrina, is it? Exactly. Yeah. So if, if I brought the same animal to this factory, I would get whatever price. And then if I went to another factory, there is €225 Euros in the difference um, on that particular grade of, of animal, which is an R3 cow. Mm. Um, typically, it's about €100. Euro. Uh, in the difference between between uh, the cow prices and then on bullocks, 182. So if you're a farmer and you're selling, let's say, 10 mm. bullocks and you're getting 182 across 10 of them, that's 1,800 euro in the difference between what, you know, if you can, if you decide to send it to a different factory, you could potentially gain right. 1,800 euro on 10 is cattle. Is it a really stupid question, Katrina, to say, why don't they go to the factory that will pay the most money? So that is a really good question. And in some cases, it is because farmers just always deal with their local factory and they either are not aware or are not bothered that they could get more for for their animals in a different factory. Some of them, it is distance. Obviously, if you're able to bring a small number of cattle into your local um, factory with your own Jeep and trailer versus having to get a haulier to maybe go up the country or down the country, as it were. And farmers may decide, right, look, at, there's a price difference there, but I'm, I'm willing to take it for the fact that I'd have to get a haulier involved or whatever. But look, at, I suppose our job in this is to highlight the price differential that's there, the potential price gain that's there for farmers, and, and to highlight who's paying the best prices. There's a piece that interests me because I'm trying to get my head around it, and uh, it's what do nitrates changes mean to, to farmers? A great piece on that uh, today, Katrina. Yeah, so this is Aidan Brennan, our dairy editor. There are proposed changes have been made in recent weeks that would, um, I suppose, to tinker is the wrong word, but mm. but mm. to adjust the rates, the book values that have been applied to different um, animals on the farm. So what they're proposing is that the nitrogen excretion rate, the book value for that, would be lowered if the farmer can prove that they are feeding a low-protein dairy nut, because what does that do? It'll reduce the amount of nitrogen that they're excreting. And also on calves, they had a book value, as it were, of six kilos of organic nitrogen. And the research now is showing that actually that will be more accurate at about one kilo of organic nitrogen for the first three months of the calf's life. All of that information is fed into the farm's calculation of its nitrogen um, output for the year which will then decide whether they are above or below this now famous 220 kilos of nitrogen derogation limit. It will be very important for some farmers. It's not a game changer, but for farmers who are on the edge, you know, if you're at 222 and you want to come down under 220, um, it could be a big difference for you. So Aidan has spelled that out and, and there's tables there for farmers to look at and they can compare it with their own on-farm situation. Yeah, it's a very interesting piece. And for those of us outside of farming, it helps to get your head around uh, that as well, which can be complex uh, at times. Before I let you go, Katrina, I'm intrigued by something because on social media I've been looking at the farmers' protests in Germany and indeed of late in France as well. I've never seen the like of them, but um, the coverage in mainstream media is is kind of... It's, it's slight, to say the least. 
It is, and look, that's a source of, of um, disappointment and anger for farmers here who feel that it should be you know, much more prominent and that they're not being heard. And perhaps that is why farmers have taken to the streets across Europe, is because they feel that they are not being heard in, in mm. many more countries. Um, very visible protests. Yeah. Uh, we've seen them in Berlin. You know, we've, we've seen huge, huge volumes of tractors taken to the, the streets in France as well, um, all having their say. It's it's indicative of that unrest, I think, um, among farmers across Europe. It's reflected here in Ireland. We haven't seen farmers on the streets yet. We did see it to an extent during the beef price protest. Mm. But it's very, very, um, it's a very visual representation of how farmers are feeling, I think, in Europe at the and moment. Is it only a matter of time before we see uh, protests on, on that kind of scale, Katrina, here? It, it, it's very difficult to say, Fran, because um, there is a risk. You know, if you if you go to Dublin and you shut down Dublin, um, yes, your point is heard, but there is also a huge uh, negative um, mm. publicity generated. You know, if you if you stop a parent getting to hospital on time mm, with a course, child for yeah. their appointment, if you hold up, if you cost people um, who are in business, if you cost them their day's uh, profit or whatever the case may be, that's a you know that's a, a very big downside. Um, I know that the uh, the newly uh, newly elected IFA president Francie Gorman has said that his first tactic will all be always be negotiation, mm. Mm. and if that doesn't work, he's prepared to take further steps. Um, so, do I see it happening in the short term? Probably no, and I think any group or party or farm organisation that would consider it would have a long and lengthy discussion about the downsides of um, those big protests as well. Very interesting. Katrina, always a pleasure. Thank you for your time and uh, good morning to you, Katrina. Bye-bye now. Um, The uh, Irish Farmers Journal, of course, on your shelves right now. News is coming up. Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.